This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Do you guys know the theme song? I need, I need a drum beat. That's it. Meg Ryan, Richard Gere, Michelle Pfeiffer, Gilbert Small, small, small. Come on. Small, small, small. So this is every Friday night. With um, socks, the cat. Dude, I say socks. You want you like you want Italian. You want like Chinese. Like what are you in the mood for? And he's like whatever. Like whatever you want to eat. So helpful. Yeah, exactly. And so then I choose something, and he's like, oh, like I don't know. I'm not really in the mood for that. Whatever, except for what you want. Yes. And then by the time we're like ready to go, he's eaten a huge bird. It's all a control thing with socks. Yes. And so I said to Bill, you know, this seems like the kind of thing Bill would actually enjoy. He likes that sort of, like, back... It's all games. The weird, and yes, mental push-pull. Mind stuff. Manipulation. Yeah. You murdered someone. Hey, welcome to Hi. Hollywood Handbook. And it's time to kick the button, drop your names to the Red Couple. I've got always in this industry we call showbiz. What up, what up? You... Listen to podcast. Yes. This is no, not that. no, not podcast. You can see. <laughs> you are in a real place. Not a house. Not a house. But not in your car. Unless you're listening to this later, keep driving your car. Mm. Oh yes, we should say that we were talking to the people here. And not to the people who will listen to podcast. Yes, people listening to podcast. I don't know. How Can do we plug re- this in before that? Yes, there should be some kind of extra version in the podcast where this is cut out because it's too dangerous for car. For car. <laughs> because of wheels. Now, yeah. A word um, with bread. Ah, uh, yes. What? You were speaking before the song? What did you say? I forgot how it went. I needed help. You only asked me to do this like an hour ago. You asked them to do it for you? Is that what I heard? I thought it would and be fun. And it seemed like, like you were doing it in a way like you were like fake trying to engage them, but really you just didn't know what you were supposed to do, so you wanted help. You needed emergency help. I thought this was going to be like my performance 
like the full theme song. And the then song you guys... is 15 words. Right. <laughs> Brett, remove the idea of the song. Just think about it like this. We ask you, a professional sound yes. engineer, <laughs> under the employ of Earwolf, to help us out with a podcast task. You then contracted it to a bunch of strangers, many of whom are suspicious. What do you, what, what do you make in a day? Yeah, how much money? Um, the Earwolf pays handsomely. I doubt that very much. I think whatever it is should be divided equally among the audience of the show. Isn't that right, audience? Yeah. That's how you engage people. That was the same That's thing. That's real clapping, not what you got. That wasn't real. I just asked the clapping to come before That's the like song. That's like, what the clap you got is like what the kids do to bring Tinkerbell back to life. It's forced. They know they can't know what that hear means. the next part until they do the clap. Yeah. Right. Oh. Uh, they, um... Big sports game tonight, and we're huge sports oh, heads. Oh, yes, and I love And so we got to know what, what happened in sports. Yes, you were, were very kind to sacrifice doing sports to come here and hear this, and so we want to keep you updated. I'll check on my phone. And so Hayes is going to get all the information. Through the show. And tell me if there was a dunk or anything. And don't spare me a single detail. Did you get a text? It's stuck in text mode. Oh, no. Man, I have to text someone to see if they know the score. I'll text um, Adrian Palicki. That would be great. I mean, I usually, just for sports, I go to Callista. Callista? That's that, me. Okay. I mean, that's for me. For me, that might be weird. I'll do it. Right, because of Callista. the... Callista. Sorry, I'm not engaged to you. No more. Folksy. <laughs> X-Clan. What is the basketball score? Bubbles. Like Good sign. Yeah, from saying something. She says, what is biscuitball? I wrote biscuitball oh. by accident. I accidentally, I accidentally wrote. Well, even so, she doesn't know what biscuitball is? Biscuitball. <laughs> I write it so much, it's an autocorrect for me in my phone when I hit the letter B, and she doesn't even know what it is. She played biscuitball at my house 4th of July last year. I think she won. <laughs> I wonder if that game isn't taking off like you thought it would. Oh. We don't even no. want to think about that. That would take the show in a very sad direction. This would be a dark episode if all of the time and money I sunk into basketball had not resulted in its popularity. I mean, it's a household. Everyone in the audience knows what basketball is, right? Phew. Let's, let's go into the audience. We love yes. having audience. We love being able to see you guys. Mm -hmm. uh, because podcast is just a magazine of noise, basically. 
Yes, made of noise. And it's so nice when we do the live because it is so much that we are just imagining who listens and it's easy to get scared that way. (laughs) And here I get to see, oh, it's this guy. That's less scary than what I pictured. (laughs) But still not comforting for me. So let's help get it to a place that's more comforting. We want to help you guys with your brands. Brands are like Kicks the cereal, mm. or like a special hat that you wear. Or Cracklin' Oat Brand, the cereal. <laughs> so- Everyone has one. And we want to help you with yours. So we want to play a game mm-hmm. segment called uh, The Brand That Rocks The Cable, as in cable television. Yes, cable networks. Yes, and then of course you go, well, that's Russell Brand. But no, other than It's that, a different one. This is a different brand. Now, uh, what we need is someone to volunteer, anyone... They're, they're just, all we just need is your full name. Yes. And this will be a great way to get your brand out there initially, so people will say, oh, okay. who's that name-having guy? Well, yes, what's your full name? Uh, John, Jonathan Earl Four. John- Jonathan Earl Four? <laughs> well, one of those is actually a number. Yes. And so that's where I'd start first. We numbers, all have a number. Numbers I mean. aren't guys. <laughs> numbers aren't names. Uh, I, of course, have a number, a social security number, but mine's not four. I mean, that makes you very old. Yeah. <laughs> Yours is 04965. 0496 And it's, and If that's your social security number, you must be, like, the oldest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, one of the things, your middle name is Earl, but my name is Earl got canceled. So... So you don't want to go with that, because we've already said, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And you're not really giving off the middle name Earl... James Earl Jones was just James Jones, but he then was a basketball player for the Cavaliers, and he got... He had to put the Earl in his name, which connotes wise blackness. And you're not... You're not bringing that to the table, friend. So what am I thinking your name is, actually? He's wearing glasses and and glasses. Mr. Shirt. Shirt glass. I mean, is that good? Shirt glass. Is that a good last name? Kurt. Oh, Kurt, Kurt shirt glass? Kurt shirt glass. <laughs> now we've got so that's a brand. Mm-hmm. That's now I'm, I, somebody passed me the crackling oat brand, the cereal. I could see I could see Kurt shirt glass surfing on television. Mm-hmm. Does anyone else have a name? Yes. Megan Adams. Megan Adams. Megan Adams. Now that's about the scariest name I've ever heard. <laughs> If you... Trigger warning. If you are part of one of the spookiest families of all time, I command you to get out of this theater before 
somebody is scared. At least hair if whited. If it's Wednesday Adams, I know what I'm dealing with, okay? Mm-hmm. But if you're Megan Adams, I go, this is the one I haven't met yet, so even yeah. they're afraid of her. <laughs> Unless it's like, isn't there always, there is one who's the cousin who is, is normal? Is, well, no, is a, a little, little better than normal. Oh, I yes. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh. Type of girl you play biscuit ball with. Yes. So, yes, that makes sense to me. Um, so if you're going to be in the Adams family, you want to make it clear that you are normal, and so your name should be Norm Adams. Uh, I have a pitch. <laughs> if you're going to be in a scary family like the Adams family, shouldn't you be one of the monsters? <laughs> the monsters were like... A, a, a parody version of the Addams Family, I guess? Is, is oh, a... I don't see it that way at all. I think they were an original idea. Lots of fun. And the dad is a fr- Frankenstein. And now, now you say, Sean, you're scared of Frankenstein. <laughs> Not this time. So... I guess your brand would be Nice Frankenstein? And that's also your name. Good job. Uh, so uh, maybe one more before we bring our guest out? Yeah, let's do one more name. Front. Arthur Hickman. Mm. Arthur Hickman. That seems right. Mm. <laughs> I don't like it, but it looks right to me. <laughs> Makes me think that you're something of a hickey man. <laughs> and it looks like you have long hair, which maybe you grew quickly. <laughs> or just because you knew that you were going to have to conceal a lot of <laughs> very salacious hickeys. And you have glasses like the Artvark Arthur. That's good. I actually want that one. Okay, I'm Arthur Hickman now. You gotta find your own brand. <laughs> we have something famous to talk about. Mm. We made a movie on our show called Teen Pope. Nice clappies. Uh, we just read the script written by Sir Brian Husky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Since knighted. It exploded in ways that we could never have anticipated. You see it just about all over town. The, well, the movie, first of all, came out mm-hmm. um, and beat Jurassic World. It was the second most popular movie, mm-hmm. and then Jurassic World became most popular, then people said, nuh-uh-uh, and then... <laughs> they doubled back for more Teen Pope yes. and saw it even more. So it's the first one to be biggest movie twice. And yes, double biggest and the best. And they say, if you want to make God laugh, try to guess how much money Teen Pope's gonna make, because... <laughs> Yeah, he's got other ideas, and it made quite a bit. So let's bring out that uh, famous author-writer of the movies, Brian Husky. You're welcome. 
You're welcome. You are welcome. I'd almost forgot Questions? about Brett. Oh, okay, you do the show. <laughs> we, we almost forgot about Brett, but music was such a big part of that film. It was. You know, we started off just, uh, we just had a, I, I like to write from inspiration, and we just had a room of instruments. Uh, I have a, a farm, and then I have an auxiliary farm next to that farm, upstate California. Mm. And... Uh, and uh, we would go out there and uh, we would just grab whatever instrument w was a handy. Uh, mm -hmm. We had dobros, we had uh, dobros, uh, we had banjos and dobros, and we just started exploring. And the next thing we knew, we were making up Catholic songs. Mm -hmm. You know, songs that uh, Catholics would approve of, Catholics might listen to. Um, so I said, put my fucking Dobros down, everybody. Get off my farm because it, the muse is here. Um, I kicked everyone off. There were tears, but I had to set in. And that's Beck what, was crying. Beck was there. Uh, band of Horses was there. Uh, um, good for a farm. Good band for a farm. Rihanna was there. Uh, but Rihanna did not play anything. When she, this is something about her. When she goes to upstate New York or upstate California... Either one, uh, she likes to just kick back and not do anything musical. Does she stop doing that accent? No, she still sounds like an Irish sailor. Oh! Yes, she's still doing that. Like, you know, when she's on camera, she sounds normal, but if you have a, just a conversation, she does this um, brogue thing that's just, uh, can I say the word annoying on this podcast? Um, Hayes? Is it... Is that, uh, I know you've I had know a problem that, with that in the past. I know that Does that Brian circulates. I know that that can. Does he have an A-word pass? Uh, uh, you know what? It I, reminds I, me of my childhood in a okay. scary way. Mm. Um, you know what? Let's hot I used to do an right impression now. of the mask <laughs> that I thought was very fun and nice, and it was described using another word that I'd rather not. Here ever again. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're gonna hot pocket that for just right now. Just we're just gonna. That's Eat a term. It. No, no, no. Do you know hot pocket the term? I thought I did. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay, I guess this is that that came out this week. This is a new uh, industry term. If you hot pocket something, you're just gonna set it aside for later, but bring it up in an inopportune moment. Okay, so you're getting that thing hot and ready mm -hmm. to serve up to someone who has a gluten allergy. That's uh -huh. the whole idea behind it. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm going to hot pocket it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's my, that's my favorite Gaffigan bit, and I love when stand-ups talk about gross food. Mm, I like it, yeah. but he doesn't really mention being a dad. And, and uh, so is there's a way for them to do both. That's the perfect one. He's the kind of performer who I wish his voice was in a more attractive body. You know? <laughs> yes, the yeah. perfect woman. Yes. I feel like he has a very engaging female mm. voice, transgender, that should be in another vessel. But mm. that's for another time. Ooh, I remember my other favorite Gaffigan bit. The manatee stuff. The Holy Trinity of Gath. <laughs> so enough about Gaffigan. Let's talk about you. 
your big movie was so big that you have to do another, and it happens to even the best of us. That's uh, true. Only the best. <laughs> uh, but um, you, of course, have brought uh, the script for Teen Pope 2. Yes. Yes. We're going to read Teen Pope 2. I have... Um, uh, it's printed on this money. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Full I title is... I, I thought I almost forgot the script. But. Teen Pope 2, ah. The Great White Pope. Uh, and so it picks up, just so everybody knows where we are, it picks up right after there's been a black pope. Okay? <laughs> so this new pope uh, is the great white pope. Mm-hmm. And, of course, who is this great new white pope? Teen Pope grown up, right? Yes. Grown up a little bit. And surely you remember Teen Pope's real name. Yes. So, (laughs) Teen Pope... You just had to say yes. Yes, I I do remember it. So, Teen Pope uh, decides uh, that he's going to get back in there and just sort of... just (laughs) bring some radical uh, uh, attitude back to the, uh, the, the holy church thing. And this is printed on the front page of the script. Yep. That's the full it's a, title, it's a col- That's it's the full... The that's colon. The, the second colon. That's the original the title. title is a full explanation of, of the theme and uh, the pitch. Mm-hmm. Because I just said, this is a win-win, so just read this. Here's the title. Here's the, here's the go. And that happened. And that's a real story. <laughs> that's a real story. Yes, and I've heard it a few times now, and I'm <laughs> loving it. Yes. So we, a lot of the notes we got in thinking about the sequel with you, developing yes. it, is turn it into a rock musical. Well, do you guys want to talk about how we, our process? Yes. Because oh. it, was, it was not upstate uh, California or New York that mm-hmm. we went to. It was a little country by the name of... Brazil. Nope. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, that's right. That's a huge country. Yes. <laughs> It's one of the small ones. Um, yeah, and it, um, Church City. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's it. We church went, City. We went to Church City. The tiny one where the church lives. Yeah. And I remember being there and being so inspired by what is around. And because you said earlier that you like to write from inspiration, and I thought I'll try that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was fun. They don't like when you throw a screaming Nerf football there. No. <laughs> Mainly because that, that is an old uh, tradition that they've done away with. They, had, they, used, to, they used to throw these inflated, uh, flaming uh, loaves of bread out to the, to the, to the people. Yeah. And, uh, when Jesus was like, this is my body. This is my body. Fucking psych. Fucking I'm on fire. <laughs> Help me. You burnt. I think that was the origin of you burnt. You burnt. <laughs> and they would, of course, stick a live bird inside the bread so yes. that to create the screaming football effect. Right. <laughs> and oftentimes the wings would get free and they would fly around a little bit. Yes. People thought that it was a vision of the devil and it got very confusing. And so they're like, well, let's yeah. just scrap this one off. We can do all this stuff with the dirt on their face and all that stuff. So. Yep, the palms, all that. Because they were like, this really never meant anything. I think it just <laughs> yes. seemed cool. Yes. 
But yeah, we, we, we were in uh, Church City, Brazil. It's actually in Brazil. I was playing a little thing with him. Uh, but uh, they let us into their music room where there were dobros and there were banjos and there were some uh, holy chimes and we got down to business mm-hmm. and we played one note, I think it was. Uh, that was it. Oh, that that's taking me back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's giving me uh, a... a, a physical response that yeah. I enjoy. Yeah, it's a flashback. It's a flashback. And I think you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, then, uh, and then we just got to typing, got to writing. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, we were in different rooms and we were writing different scripts mm-hmm. originally. Uh, and I said, that's fine. Yeah, but they almost sort of worked together. They almost did. Mm-hmm. We did sort of a... a, a, a Sort of a, a, a Burroughs thing, you know, that, that, that fellow who shot at his wife so much and, you know, he was crazy and he did heroin. Yeah. He, he used to do a thing where he would chop up books and then re, uh, uh, sort of put them back together and say, hey, it's a book. Yes, we did that with Burroughs. Yes, we did he that. He was running with scissors always. <laughs> we Just... did that with this script. And I'll say the first 14 versions of it were terrible. Oh, I'm ready to admit that now. Because none of it were sent. There were no sentences. No, there's no. nothing. Deci- there's no language that was yeah. understandable. But now there's some. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. That could be our set piece. Is it the set piece in the movie? We haven't decided yet. We have to let the studio know what the set piece is. Did it? What? And what? Huh? That one. That- <laughs> The chopped up scene. The chopped up scene. Yeah, the beat poet scene that we put in there. You know, oh, that's the main yes. set piece. That's the main set piece. Yes, the running with scissors scene. Yeah, we can. <laughs> that's how the books got all chopped he up. He chopped up the uh-huh. scripts because he's yeah. running with the scissors, uh-huh. and he dries them out, and they're dry and all that. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. and so that's good. <laughs> now, it's a good point. Do we want to just launch into the first scene of the movie and just give these people a little taste of the movie with their mouth from us reading it? Do we want... I'll read stage directions? Yes, please. Yes, okay. so. Let me smooth this out. And you'll read Pope Attitude. I will, of course, be reprising my role as Pope Attitude. Yes. Okay. Jason Attitude, that's the name that you remember. I know. <laughs> And um, you know your guys. Yes, I'm the, I'm the outgoing black pope. <laughs> uh, my favorite song, this is Brian writing, mm-hmm. plays Pinch Me by Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> okay. Interior, Church City. attitude walks down the main hall of the city. He's slapping fives with a bunch of bishops and shit. Well, balls, redonkulous. Hey, y'all flappy diggy dudes. Uh, check this out. I give zero Fs. The old pope. What's going on, maestro? Listen, it's gonna be a tough road for you, but I'm gonna do what is the right thing to do and give you some advice. 
Okay. When you go in there, if you're black, it's gonna be tough for you. It's colder than but she's not black, so you got that going for you. Yeah. There's some real issues in America right now. What with Ferguson and all the cops killing everybody. But that's not your problem, because you're a white pope. Well, and also, the Pope's domain is not expressly America and their uh, police and racial politics. Uh, you know, it seems like the American government would be more concerned with that, and I would just be running Church City and uh, the church we like, the big one. That's one of the main issues with the Catholic system. It's so obsessed with staying neutral, not getting involved. Ah, fuck it. I'm out of here. Peace, doggy. Now, can we stop this down for a mm-hmm. second? Uh, you said in developing the sequel with us that you really wanted to let the world know how you felt about black I felt pose. like uh, what was lacking in Teen Pope was a real message. Like, yes, we're identifying some of the changes that uh, teenagers go through, uh, that, it, you know, the, the normal sort of journey of the self, catching a rye kind of thing. But oh, I was like... Yes. At Love the, oh, oh, Ryan. Can we take a second? Oh, cannot. Can we take you a second? You cannot blow by that. I need to... Uh, you cannot blow by that. How many times have you guys thought about that book? Hands it's up. in my satchel. All the time. It's in my satchel. All, all the times. And it's, How many times? Yes. I need a number. How many times? Oh, there's not a number. It's a, it's, there's no, no number. And every page is dog-eared yes. at this point yes. because they yes. all have something On to say to me. corners. Yes. yes. And it's still, and it's written so long ago and I still hate phonies today. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but as I sat down to work on this script, Catcher in the Rye in one hand, my typing hand on the other hand. (laughs) I said to myself, Brian Husky, writer, are you going to say the same thing or are you going to say something else? I didn't answer myself. I didn't answer myself. No. Because that would have made me look stupid. But instead, I let my typing hand decide for me. Mm-hmm. I blacked out, guys. I'm going to be honest. I blacked out. It does out. seem like for a while in the script that yeah. you are trying to type with your catcher in the rye hand. <laughs> I know. That's, where there's just a cluster of letters. It seems like yeah. it's just a book pressed against the keys. Yeah. That's maybe when my catcher in the rye hand came in to kind of interject. But my typing hand was like, no, stand back, knave. A message. <laughs> And and that's that the, that was that that where that's where we got the, the black pope and um, people don't realize that writing is just really a wrestling match and a war between your two hands in a lot of ways. <laughs> it's two sides of the brain mm-hmm. that are id and ego and super ego and psyche, which is four parts of the brain mm-hmm. fighting for two positions. Mm-hmm. So. Then it becomes the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere. I love science. Yes. 
keep going. And yes. we all know that the right hemisphere has a secret trap door that if you go in oh, there, yes. that's oh, the yes. answer to the questions the left hemisphere was asking your left hand to mm-hmm. tell to your right typing hand. Mm, talk yes. about the chlamydia. The which one? The chlamydia. Oh, the chlamydia. The switch in the brain. Yeah, yes. the switch in the brain is almost like... You know those turbocharged cars that dickheads drive? <laughs> if you switch that and it gives a bunch of nitrous oxide or some bullshit I'm making up right nos, now. To, nos, nos, nos. Nos. That's what happens. Illmatic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to think that that's what happened when I was writing to answer your question. <laughs> you hear that, nice Frankenstein? <laughs> I know you were thinking that question. <laughs> so, I'd love to see the scene where the conflict enters because I feel like that's such an important part of the film. Well, you know, an interesting decision I made was to take what seems like the conflict out in the very first scene. Mm. That's what we called a red herring getting raped by a bunch of truckers mm-hmm. in the industry. That's the terminology, mm-hmm. okay? Sometimes you'll Red have herring con- is like a trucker term. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Getting raped is a trucker term. <laughs> Rape is a trucker term. Bunch of truckers just describes the truckers who use those terms. Trucker is a term. Mm-hmm. Um, so you put all that together, that's what happens, yeah. to answer your question. Um, so yeah, I took that out, but then I said, okay, here's another bit of conflict. You didn't see this coming. And I think I put that in the action line, right? Yes, you did. Yeah, I think I did that every page. I want to keep them engaged. Mm. And that's a tip for you uh, writers out there. Anybody wants to be a writer? Quick show of hands. All right, that's enough. So uh, if you want to really engage your reader, make it so personal that they feel like they're just hanging out with you. I will have long, long uh, diatribes about my own personal issues within the script. And then I'll put a little, a little you know, asterisk at the bottom there and say, hey, this doesn't have to be in the movie or it can I put my to-do list a lot of times. That's good. And then I'll cross out three of the items, and then a few pages later I'll go, ah, damn, I forgot to do, and then it's the two items on the to-do list that weren't crossed Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. And so that's sort of like a cool, like, they're inside my day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just about making the experience a human experience. Mm -hmm. And it's people is what does the movies at the end of the day. It am. It am. Yeah. It should, am. We get, should we get to the conflict scene? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. At long last. Yes. Uh, the music cue says, just monkey wrench. Okay. Um. Interior. Adult circumcision chamber. <laughs> Pope Attitude lies on a marble slab. He's surrounded by the Council of Elders holding scimitars. Yep. He's sweating bullets. Yeah, my friggin' girlfriend asked me if you guys could take off a little bit extra. I find no humor in your predicament. Tin pill. I wanna be the monkey 
Can we stop for a second? Can we stop for a second? Yes. Now, that was supposed to be uh, that famous British actor who died recently. What's his name? Uh, oh, Peter yes. Christopher Lee. No, Christopher no. Peter Cushing. Plummer? Uh, Christopher, Christopher Plummer. Uh, Christopher Reeve. Reeves. Reeves. Yes, Reeves. all of them. We were trying to get all those mm-hmm. British guys. The British ones. To be the, the Council of Elders. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were just dying, like left and right. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Call them up. They're dying. They're dying. So we. In did- retrospect, with Christopher Reeve. <laughs> is that on us? Well. There is a story going around town that when he heard that he got the news from his agent that he was going to be in Teen Folk 2, he died. He up and died. Mm, yes. Because of that. So uh, I think that's a great way to go out. I'm not taking yeah. the blame for it. I'm saying... Yes, that, that kind of recognition is what he'd been striving for the whole time. That's a button on a career that you cannot put on a shirt. You that's know what how, I mean? That's you know how an I mean? Australian person dies, right? died, mate. Yeah, good, good died. <laughs> yes, even though he's British, but that's, that's fine. Um, okay, back to the scene. Sorry, that's just a little side note. Um, uh, we, yeah, an, an additional side note. We thought it was so cool when we decided to make one character named Council of Elders. Yes. But it really came back to bite us when those actors kept dying, you yeah. know, because then we could have had some backups. Well, that's going back. I'm sorry to interrupt. Can you hold on a second? That's going back to uh, the classic Greek chorus. Now, this Council yeah. of Elders yes. was the classic Greek chorus, and we we're going to have them all speak in, you know, in, uh, d- together. Yes. Yeah. That's why we put that pronunciation, that kind of unusual sort of twisting and, and bending. Font. Yes, and we chose a different font, mm-hmm. right? We, we smeared it on the page. We, we yes. put water on each script. We yeah. smeared it Zetsiki. a little bit. Tzatziki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we put Tzatziki over um, and then at the end of the day, it just ends up being one guy. That's, that's Hollywood. I guess that's Hollywood. Mm, they're always reducing groups of characters to one. They'll say, mm. yes, they don't like the Greek chorus. They, they never have. Mm-hmm. And they don't like the, uh, the past. They did it with the basketball team in Hoosiers. Mm-hmm. 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 It ended up just being... Just one guy. One main Hoosier. Well, that's what, for a pass, and it would just go out of bounds. That was the original uh, Pitch Perfect was supposed mm-hmm. to be that. They just were like, well, let's have them speak individually. And they were like, all right, fine, they're women. Let's do that. 300 is just one big, giant one, guy. It's supposed to be one guy. Yeah. Just, just make yeah. the name one. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, then, that would step on my movie, One. How's that going? Oh, bad. <laughs> I made the choice to he's talking to himself in the mirror and then for some reason I broke the mirror on page two. Well, are you learning any... Did you... Wouldn't that Tom Hardy film where he's just sitting in a car like a jerk for a whole film? Mm. Was that the thing But that even then he's using the rearview mirror a lot. That's true. He's so talking is, to his dad in the back seat. That's kind of like... Probably two. the part that's not good. If I... Now, he had a phone. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. This does does that break one wide open? Because your guy has a phone now. Yes. I, I gave you the note of putting him in a super echoey place. Mm-hmm. So it sounded like there's a bunch of them. So he thinks he's talking yes. more. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Stop copying me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hello? Hello? Why are you saying hello back to me? Want to play Shadow? Want to play Shadow? 
And that, I thought, brought a little bit of levity, because it is a drama, right? Um, it's starting to be, yeah. Or is <laughs> because there is a new genre. There's the comedy, you know? Mm-hmm. Comedy, yeah. yeah. A... That's Crowd Man Dune doing comedy. <laughs> and a comma. You could do a comma. Should we do the final scene of the movie? Yes. <laughs> Already? Wow, that really whizzed by. <laughs> I think there's... No, there's more scenes. There's more scenes. I'm having a joke on the audience and all of us on stage. <laughs> well, we should just tell them what happens with the Council of Elders. That scimitar gets real close to teen, ad- uh, teen Pope attitude, John's, mm-hmm. Jason attitudes, uh, junk. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, close, yeah. It goes through it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, then it starts to glow. <laughs> I mean, let's just read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Popano told you now fear the sting of the chimata, right, boys? Myself. Yeah, right. Uh, wait, no, I don't say that. I'm Pope Attitude. That's nah. right. Stradladder's such a phony. <laughs> He's a secret slob. The music guy wakes up. And plays, I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> Pope Attitude grabs the scimitar. His... If you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself. <laughs> Yoiko, Doiko, what are you doing? Strumming the scimitar like a guitar. <laughs> What am I doing? I'm shredding my fucking wee-wee, dude. <laughs> you must be double-time crazy. <laughs> Is this church or not? <laughs> let's get out of your council of elders and let's set all of those children free from the basement. Side note. Okay. We did have... I wanted to build in... Uh, I wanted to build in a secret storyline, okay? Yeah, this is the first time hearing of this. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people just gloss over that part of the movie, just as like, he's just saying crazy stuff. But no, there's a bunch of children held in the Vatican basement, okay? These Church are, City. Church City. That's where we wrote it. Mm-hmm. Brazil. Vatican. Is that not the same place? No, no, you... We should also say that we took ayahuasca when we were doing this. Not a safe amount, either. And we didn't, we didn't have a shaman help us with it all. They, they we, should call it Aichiwawa. Yeah. yeah. Because that's how I was feeling internally. Yes. Yes. I think the shaman would have told us whether we're supposed to like sniff it or drink it or, right. or what. Or cut our skin open and insert it under our skin. Which and is what we it ended up We with. did all we, of it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we sewed it into our flesh, which yeah. did different things to us. I drilled a hole in my head and poured it in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it helped with some things, but <laughs> hurt with others. Well... You have to say, what's more important, myself or my art? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It comes out his ear sometimes and then goes back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a slither. Yeah, almost like it's peeking out. Yeah. Is it safe? You 
know what? You're super lucky because now you have a third consciousness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's good I to hang out. I knew about too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, every writer There's has Sean two and then Big Sean. We've yes. all got two, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the third one is uh, a cool guy. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, you were anyway, talking oh, about I'm the sorry. children locked in the Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. a secret storyline that if you're a uh, devoted watcher and fan of the series, you will want to investigate more. We're hoping when the film comes out that there will be uh, an app that goes with it. When that line is said during the movie, you stop paying attention to the movie and look down only at your phone, and then a second movie will start playing on your phone. Now, we want the viewers to only watch this movie, okay? This is about the children who are kept in the basement... And they, they, uh, their only information they've gotten uh, from the outside world is listening to Rush Limbaugh. And they're trying to make sense of, of growing up and, and, and changes and having sex with each other. And some of them are siblings. Do we want to do a scene from that movie? Yes, I would. Let's play that scene. I would. Okay. So the main characters are Rory, Scooter, and Bam Bam. Okay. I Bam. know. Yes. Bam Bam's a girl. Duh. Uh, Scooter's a guy, right? And Rory, question mark? Yes, let's wait and find out. Yes, okay. Okay, so, uh, do you want to read the stage directions for this sure. one, too? Okay. Interior, child jail. <laughs> the music guy stops freestyling as we hear Possum Kingdom. Rory and Scooter sit cross-legged on the floor, splitting a meal of Bam Bam's leg. Hey, Rory, I'll trade you one of my pets for your pet, and then we'll both have the same eye we started with. Sounds good. Hey, I want to ask you a question. Do you think Bam Bam's into me? Cause I want to get into her sexually. Wouldn't know a thing about it. Oh, come on, Roarster. I know you got something down there you want to let roar. <laughs> All right, fine. You've been digging at it for so long, I'll show it to you. Ooh, Jim Jim, you got a fucked up wing wang. <laughs> uh oh, shut it up. Here comes Bam Bam. One-legged Bam Bam hops into the room. Ooh, look at that hot pogo stick. I'd like to see it go up and down on me. Well, we wasn't eating nothing. (laughs) Bam Bam slides, starts to say something, then slides on a pile of slime. Out through the, the door, which it turns out was not only unlocked, but just a push. <laughs> Say, we're on our way out. Do you think it's true that the person with the fucked up wing-wang that matches the Pope's is the next teen Pope? I don't know. I'm scared to go out there. Will you guys help me? No! Oh. 
Okay, and that's where some of the ads start popping up on your phone. Okay, I really encourage you to and click on those ads because yes. some of these games are rocket hot. Okay, they yeah. are super fun. There's King's War. There's King's War, which is where uh, we could get Kate Upton, mm-hmm. but <laughs> May West, footage of May West. <laughs> We got an old, yeah, we got an animation Why of Mae West. Why think is sexier? There's, there's something to be said yeah. for, mm, you know. Just like gigantic. Holding a little of it back mm-hmm. every now and mm-hmm. then. Yes. Yeah, and, and so, yeah, it's not King's War. It's Gentleman's Disagreement. Yes. Yes. And uh, it's just fun. It's just fun, you know. So once you've downloaded that game and played the first 12 levels, then you'll get to the next chapter of this secret storyline, okay? Mm-hmm. Which yes. is... Basically, them getting put back in the room because someone noticed they wandered out. And um, that's all we fleshed out right it now. It seems like you're setting up for a third, though, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, point, don't put me in a corner, but yes. Okay. <laughs> that's what's happening. Oh, the industry. Uh, okay, so anyway, so yes. Uh, the, uh, when, when the team pope chopped up his... his Wing-wing is he's wee-wee, yes. yes. He puts a, a scimitar through it, the, and it started to glow, which yes. we all heard. Yes. Yeah. That's actually, I, when we were uh, in Vatican City, I was allowed to go into one of the, uh, the gift shops, and um, I was looking through one of the books they had there, and I found a little bit about uh, the self-mutilation habits of old popes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that their wee-wee would start to glow because, of course, a lot of their genitals are from space. Yes, yes. And that was the divine intervention of the astral projection of the aliens that come down, as well as God getting involved mm-hmm. to sort of like straighten things well, out. Well, God's and friends with the aliens. smoke if it was really a pope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wanted to just, as much as I could, I wanted to say, yes, this is a rich vibrant history we should draw from it because we took a lot of liberties they don't wear any of the pope clothing uh, no. there's not a single cross in the movie they were young and reckless gear mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Uh, they call uh, 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 Jesus the F-bomb mm-hmm. like they just call him a fuck yeah. they call Jesus a fuck yes. like, yeah you know. almost exclusively yeah <laughs> the movie yeah uh, you, it's hard to tell he's Jesus yeah. you know until pretty far into yeah. the film mm-hmm. And he's played by Rob Deerdeck. When, <laughs> but they're just calling him a fuck, and then, until they crucify him as a prank, and you see it next to the actual crucifix, yeah. and that they match, mm-hmm. you may not know. Yeah, yeah. These, these are the things that we're like, wow, we can't improve on this. Let's yes. Just, let's just use this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so Jesus was called a fuck. What else? What else in the movie? Uh, no, just in general. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, but yeah, so after that scene, uh, the Council of Elders goes away. Uh, of course, we had to introduce the Teen Pope's new love interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get the old one back. No, mm-hmm. no. But since we were in Brazil, we are like, well, let's get a little Brazilian flavor in there. Yes, and so Ronaldo, the soccer player, <laughs> was available. That's true. And we thought, well, Team Pope is exploring, and, and you know, this we wanted to have as another, all popes do. So yeah, we wanted to have another modern. Let's cut to interior boudoir. Yes, the freestyling ceases forever. <laughs> as Team Pope 
and Ronaldo. Ronaldo. We just he insisted on using his own name and being a soccer player. Ronaldo the girl. Yes. But he did want to wear a wig. Uh face each other in bed. Ai chingada. Timpo. You can do so many things to me. What a score. Two to one, you win. Uh, soccer. Uh, yes. Uh, Across the universe, please. <laughs> but, all right, Ronaldo. I, I'll do what you want and save the church city from the rent being raised, but... <laughs> but first, just a few more beijinhos. That's Portuguese for kisses. So real quick, we know that Ronaldo is Brazilian. You don't Pope eats Ronaldo's pussy? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, yes, we chose a Portuguese phrase to be said to a Brazilian soccer player. Why? Because America needs to look at itself. Okay, back to the scene. Now, now, would you like to try some of my Panda Dulce? That's my pussy. Try it. I'm looking to own that shit. Hold up, hold up. Get that tongue out of there. Did you just say own me? No, no, no. I'm an independent woman. I'm going to have a job, and I'm not going to let a baby come out of my vagina. I'm going to have a cesarean like a proud woman would. (laughs) But that's the only thing the church doesn't like. (laughs) Well, I don't care. It's either cesarean, or you don't get to munch on my honey plapple. Well... That choice was made a long time ago in my downstairs area. No, 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 no. TP, TP, TP. Yeah, yeah. Listen to me. This is serious. It's either you change the laws and rules of Catholicism and allow all women to have cesareans like they want to have, or we will not be together. And for now, I'm gonna shove this pillow into my vagina so you'll have no access to it. Oops. Wait, that's not my vagina, that's your mouth. <laughs> this scene fades. Yes. Okay? And this leads into one of my favorite montages of the Teen Pope walking around by himself, just really thinking. With a pillow in his mouth. With the pillow still in his mouth as a reminder of what scene just happened before. That's another writer's tip. Always have some element of the scene that just happened before, whether it's a flashback from the past or to the future or on another country or different anything. Always have some element, okay? Mm. It can be another character from another scene who walks by in the background. They can be wearing the outfit of the person they were uh, talking to in the previous scene. Whatever. You have to connect the dots for the viewers. No offense to the audience, but you're stupid as shit. Okay? So you got to do these things. Okay? So he's walking around, and I wanted to say, let's make it real time. Right? Mm. And when I think about something, it usually takes about two to three weeks to make a decision. Mm -hmm. Okay? So this was a two to three week 
handheld, Scorsese-esque, no-cut shot of him walking around and thinking. Mm-hmm. And Bill Maher was there. And Bill Maher was there because he was in the previous scene, but we cut him out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The funny thing is, we only ended up using four seconds of that mm-hmm. shot. <laughs> Want to make God laugh? Mm-hmm. Plan how long the Team Pope montage is going to be. Yes, thank you. Another t-shirt was just the made. The two-week one-shot montage yes. <laughs> yes. that we were going to do. Yeah. Um, and we're going to end up cutting should it we... out of the movie entirely anyway. But, but should we just play it? Yeah, we're going to play that scene right okay. now. Do the walk around with a pillow in the mouth montage. <laughs> and remember I had your thinking. <laughs> and I was like, let's make it fun. Let's jazz it up. Let's have some stones in there, you know? Um, and this is that scene, so enjoy it. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that was that scene. Just thinking. Yep, that was him thinking. And um, I'm not going to tell you what he decided, you know. Uh-oh, got to buy a ticket. Got to buy a ticket. <laughs> or is that another secret storyline? Yeah. It is, actually. It we is. wanted it to be a three-screen experience. Yes. So, this one is only downloadable on a tablet device, okay? Mm-hmm. So when you come to see it, bring your phone, bring a tablet, okay? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to have both of those. But what if I have a phablet, Mr. Husky? <laughs> <laughs> we knew we'd get this one. Yeah. <laughs> so true. And that's wanna... like a disabled guy. <laughs> I don't, I don't. That's kind of a hot pocket for me, so let's not. Let's uh, not did the definition of that term change <laughs> while we were doing this? This so, town. So, yeah. No, it didn't. I still find it annoying. Mm. Hot pocket oh. you. I just hot pocketed you. No. I just hot pocketed you. He's going somewhere. He's going somewhere. But I am smoking. <laughs> okay. Okay, writers. Writers, just listen to what he's saying because this is probably inspiration. Somebody, somebody, stop me. Somebody. Is this could be dialogue stop in a me. movie. This could be a confession of some kind. Brett, play Cuban Pete. <laughs> play what? I've never seen. <laughs> play the mask. Cuban Pete. I just wanted to Cuban pretend Pete. to my friends that I could see a PG <laughs> 13 movie. Cuban Pete. I heard yeah. other people doing it. He's the king of a rumba beat. And so I tried to do it. That's close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he seems to be coming out of it now. Oh, God. Where was I? Uh, you just came up with several great pitches. <laughs> oh, yes. So you remember all that stuff he just oh, said. Oh, it's yes. all locked it's away. all locked in there. And mm-hmm. then we're going to be seeing Teen Popes for a long, long time mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. all of this is usable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do well, we have what? time for anything Time more? for anything else. Well, what do you have in mind? Questions? That sounds easy. Oh, uh, Yes. <laughs> I've decided we should get a question. Oh, that's a good decision. Brett, will you play the popcorn gallery theme song, please? With the words? (laughs) The popcorn gallery. Is that it? 
That was it. That was those are the lyrics. Popcorn Pretty close. Yeah. Uh, formerly Arthur Hickman, have you thought of a new name for yourself now that I'm Arthur Hickman? Oh, that's pretty good. That, that's your alter ego from the previous episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it He's is. He's making a very deep cut. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, uh, yes, it is. Um, so I guess uh, let's get a popcorn gallery question. Do we have to reach into the bag? Oh, yeah. That's where the questions are. Okay, well, let's just play the sound drop then. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, oh so, so much popcorn spilling onto the floor. Oh, it's... Uh, oh, oh, he's actually gone into the popcorn barrel to get it. This is a sound clip, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm lost no, inside no the visual. barrel. There's no visual, but... Maybe if I stand up, I'll be outside the barrel. And I'm wearing it like a poor person. A barrel with suspenders. <laughs> You just okay. explained the sound clip. That doesn't tell me if it's a, like a viable sound clip. You wouldn't have to have that kind well, of... Well, my high school friend Mark uh, sends us these sound clips. Uh-huh. Uh, he records them independently uh, from Good. his estate uh, near Cape Cod where he has a job pushing dumpsters into each other. Uh, uh. He, he, he's he a dump got dumpster? in early. He's a dump dumpster. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brian. He's a, he's a dump dumpster? Yes. yes. He was one of the first ones, so he got equity. <laughs> And it just grew and grew. Yep. Now they have dumpster derbies, mm-hmm. right? With live people out there yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I'll try mm-hmm. to challenge Mark, who's doing one with each hand now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Strong dude. And well, so inside the bag was a question from the audience. <laughs> and what was it? Let's see. Seems like something that one person would have prepared. They had a long time during the sound clip. Yeah. Anything, any insights. Nobody got there. a I question. realize it's been so, a low upside proposition for <laughs> you know, it's everyone uh, else who's ever done it. What like, a non-committal half-hand raise from our intern. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's a proud... This oh, person's here we go. Hungry. This person's hungry. You can see it. That... It probably is. Go ahead. I wish yeah. every she question said would begin with yeah. what this person said, which is, this might sound really stupid. It would help prepare me... I feel sufficiently prepared for what's about to come. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Well, I kind of showed up here randomly because I was waiting for the 1030 show. So like, oh, this <laughs> is going to be very good. Great. Great. Because, like, seeing folks are real movie. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, oh, wow. Let's see. That's okay. So that's a that's a. Are you? We should give the question back, right? No, this has to be addressed. Yeah, but let's say the question. The the question is: Is Teen Pope a real movie? Uh, Are you a real person? I love your show. I'm a faithful listener to your show. I'm a a huge fan. I came here to see you guys. Yeah, Yeah. I I waited long hours. I was here early. I'm I'm sitting in the front row like a groupie. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm hungry for this. I have a brain thing. Yes. Where the where the front half is wax. <laughs> so I guess this begs the question of what's a real movie? Mm. Okay, a yeah. real movie is something that makes you feel. Mm. A real movie is something that makes you think. Mm. A real movie is something 
that you will never be able to fucking do because you can't recognize that I have created something that has changed America. And you come in here and you ask that kind of question of someone who's made it in this fucking business. This is a town that will eat you alive. You are a fucking, fucking piece of shit. This is a real movie. It's gonna be a sequel! And if I could piggyback on that. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. You know, I, I actually, I agree with a lot of what you said. Thank you. And, but I almost think that minimizes it because, of course, yes, Team Pope is a real movie. Yes, yes, yes. dummy. That did sound stupid. It is a real movie. Yes. But also, it's so much more than that. Thank you. Do you not see the car wraps? People drive around yes. now with their cars wrapped in Team Pope. And I, and I want this to be an open forum at this point. You know, oh, everyone's free to ask. Up, you know, yeah. just, yeah. just like, let it come out. So mm-hmm. anyone else want to say something about the movie I wrote? <laughs> Anything. Anything at all. <laughs> no. A lot so of people nodding like they liked it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people looking down. And we will be running over story. the 1030 show, by the way. In, yeah. Entirely. Yeah. They've made a powerful show. enemy. That 1030 show you were waiting to see is actually no longer a show. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you call it the middle third of our show. Right. <laughs> Did someone else have a question? It could be about anything. Yes. Yeah, somebody about, raising their hand. Am I the seat? Oh, there we go. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, Miss. Yes. Hold up! Hold he up! The we we never got the question out of the bag. I'm so sorry. That's right. Okay, hey, so this new barrel outfit's working out. <laughs> see, I feel I like wish I these flies weren't all buzzing around me like I'm stinky. Like you can really <laughs> and your eyes are pure white. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like that. It's, they're really back. Say, like what's that? that? <laughs> a bag of money? <laughs> well, my barrel fell off, and I'm in a tuxedo. <laughs> okay, now I'm seeing a tuxedo. Oh, he got rich. Oh, cool. <laughs> The question was, does Teen Pope drive the Pope-mobile? I, again, I feel like you haven't seen the car wraps. He, he skitches everywhere. Like, he rides a skateboard and he grabs the bumper Hoverboard. of a passing car, which is what's happening yeah. on the wrapped image of every car that you see. I don't understand. Yes, he, clearly, yes. that is a metaphor for the radical change that's happening within uh, the papal system because this fresh, new, young voice is coming in there, and he's not going to ride around in the stinky old Pope-mobile. No, and he he's doesn't not need afraid it. of being shot at because he will be shot at a lot. Oh, yes. yes. No, yeah. he gets You're shot for most of the movie. For most yeah. of the movie, he's being shot out in, in the rich one and in, in two as well. So. It's a lot of him being shot off his skateboard, but his hand is stuck to the bumper. Yes. Hoverboard. Yeah. Right. Well, well, it goes back and forth. Yeah. There was some continuity yeah. problems. Yes. We had a hoverboard. Within shots. We, yeah, within yes. shots. Yeah. We, 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 uh, we, but we said it's art, so let's let, let it roll. Yeah, well, we and that's, that like, and that's the like the church, too. You know, it's like sometimes they're moving forward, but sometimes they have to go back to the old ways, too, mm-hmm. which is like having wheels appear on your hoverboard. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right. Well, 
Uh, and that's the sound. That's that familiar wrap-up yep, sound. Getting to be that time again. That means it's the end of the show. What do we usually say? Well, uh, like us on Facebook, uh, rate us on iTunes. But that feels uh, Teen Pope. Oh, um, uh, buy more tickets. Uh, yes. Go. Yes. Come back and see the uh, see the ten thirty show. Uh, uh, support Life Theater. Yes. Yes. Uh, support Life. You had you had something you wanted to yes, plug. Yes. What's Brian plugging? One man show. Oh yes, I'm doing a one man reading of. Um, a one-man reading. The one-man reading. It's Very just, impressive. And it's not me reading. It's not me reading. It's someone else reading my uh, unpublished and unproduced scripts. Uh, there are 60, 722 scripts will be read. Yeah. And um, it, back to back. Uh, and it's uh, all in a monotone. No inflection, no differentiation between uh, action and dialogue. So it's really a challenging experience for the, for the viewer. Okay? Mm. Was because... Kaufman a genius? Pardon me? Was Andy Kaufman a genius? <laughs> or was he a scoundrel? Ooh! He was a playful imp. Mm. That would never make it in this town today. I'll tell you that much. No. With those those hideous cheeks and that that Armenian bent to his life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying what the industry is thinking. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should ha- we should have Brett play some outro music. Mm-hmm. And uh, Megan Adams got the pro version. <laughs> Megan Adams got the pro version. Yes. Yeah. Please don't scare us anymore. And uh, Earl Four. Is... Earl Four gets the pro version too. No, you don't get to choose. Play old apartment. Yeah. What's that? You know, old old apartment. Old apartment. Making you the old apartment. <laughs> apartment. Is that another bare naked ladies? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know all Good the bare naked ladies. By the way, by the sound person to shut down Brett's mic. But if we could. Listen. <laughs> right. Thanks. I like the direction you're thinking, but if we could just bring it up for just one second. Is that Cody? Um, bare naked ladies? Bare I don't know. Brett, I don't Brett, know. Brett, 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 what? Brett. What? This is where we used to live. Brett, Brett, what Brett, they? Brett, Brett, you Brett, play Brian Brett. Wilson? I mean, you the, said be- you the knew, Beach Boys? You said you knew metal. Brett, if I... Brett, you're a rocker. I if I had a million your, dollars. I asked what your specialty was, and you said metal. You don't know any bare naked ladies? <laughs> B- Brian Wilson or Bare Naked Ladies? Brett, Brett, or Brett, metal? Brett, Brett, Brett. I don't know. This is a co- who's on first comedy act. I mean, I don't know if that's what you're trying to do, but I refuse to engage. Brett, it's all been done. It's all been Shut done. Up. Brett, one week. Why is it Bare Naked Ladies every time? I don't know. That's the one band I don't know. Uh, you know Just Pinch Me by Bare Naked Ladies? <laughs> Just play that again. Really? Yes. Thank you all for coming tonight. (laughs) Brian Husky! This is the last episode ever. Goodbye.
brought to you by Wolf Cool Productions, a subsidiary of Galvin and Hobbs. Ow, baby. That was a HeadGum Podcast.